0: all month, but all year long. Check out Ole's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer.
1: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome
1: to Burger, anyway. You like a high apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah,
0: I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games, yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
3: High Five, high five casino. casino.
0: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: I'm Robert Evans. This is Behind the Bastards TV podcast. Bad people talks about... What
2: are you talking about? Oh my god! It's
3: part two of our Elizabeth Holmes podcast. Uh, it's
2: actually a TV podcast. It's now. a TV <laughs>
3: podcast. The video of this would include even more salad eating than the audio does. Oh um,
2: yeah, and that's actually a bonus mm, feature. That
3: is a bonus feature. It's
2: actually something you can just turn on, like yeah. audio commentary. You can just watch me eating a salad <laughs> throughout.
3: The podcast. It's you watching a salad, eating a salad, and me commenting on the nature of salads over the years. The
2: salads really behind
3: the salads. The yeah. salads
2: really. Big, and I'm not going to finish it.
3: It's too large.
2: It's substantial.
3: It's it's an enormous salad. I'm
2: closing it, part two. Now, in changer.
3: our in our last episode, oh. we talked about Elizabeth Holmes's rise to prominence and uh, the kind of wealth that people make when they haven't actually made anything, but like because of tech industry voodoo, everyone says their company's worth billions of dollars. She got that kind of rich. Yep. I also during the break came up with uh, a nickname for Sunny Balwani, like, like we had liho for Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. Sunball.
2: Sunball. <laughs> I I list, when I was listening to the ABC news um podcast about Elizabeth Holmes a few months ago. Uh, my dog's name is Sunny. Mm-hmm. Um and every time they would mention Sunny Belwani, my dog would be like <gasps> <laughs> they like, Sonny was a known scammer, mm-hmm. and then she could just stare at my dog and know that he's also all right.
3: One thing I'm excited for is when we have a mass shooter named Alexa, because the news that day is going to be quite a trip.
2: That's going to be the time that it's like, you know what? We are never again reporting on a mass shooter's name. Yeah, it's yeah. too messy. That'll
3: finally do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you watched any documentaries about Holmes or read much of the more sensational coverage about her life, you're left with a question. How did she trick so many prominent, intelligent men into believing her smoke and mirrors were real, functioning technology? Jim Mattis is probably the USA's most respected living soldier. He's a general so widely admired that the Democrats in Congress didn't bother fighting when Trump appointed him Secretary of Defense. Mm. His nickname is the Warrior Monk. Here's what he told Fortune about why he trusted Elizabeth Holmes. She really does want to make a dent in the universe, one that is positive. The strength of the leader's vision in the military is seen as the critical element in that unit's performance. I wanted to be around something again that had that sort of leadership. In 2000? Uh,
2: hmm. I just, there's a lot of, I just have strong opinions about uh, how. j not Not about j specifically, but about like the, like how, like all the people, specifically men who fell for all of this, yeah. have never been really asked to like, you know, back it up with other than anything but a shrug.
3: (gasps) I want to get, I want to get through all of the different things and then we'll, then we'll discuss. Okay. Okay. In 2014, fortune talked to board member Henry Kissinger as well. The 91 year old former secretary of state and forever war criminal first said she looks like 19 and then quote, Asked to assess her as a leader because he's seen a few, he responds, I can't compare her to anyone else because I haven't seen anyone with her very special attributes. She has iron will, strong determination, but nothing dramatic. There's no performance associated with her. I have seen no sign that financial gain is of any interest to her. She's like a monk. She isn't flashy. She wouldn't walk into a room and take it over, but she would once the subject gets to her field. Now... If you read up on Elizabeth Holm, you will hear a number of theories as to why this is all the case. I've run across a lot of speculation on Twitter, mostly by women, that it's just because she's hot and these old distinguished men were just horny for her and let themselves get fooled.
2: Definitely part of the reason.
3: Definitely part of the reason. That's certainly in line with some of the claims Dr. Fuse has made. Remember back in 2005 when she convinced that VC, Donald Lucas, to invest a bunch of money in Theranos? Well, Dr. Fuse claims, quote, Elizabeth called Lucas from China, and he would hear her speaking Mandarin in the background. When he saw how attractive she was, he got Oracle chairman Larry Ellison involved, and he invested. Now, again, Fuse is biased and a doctor. Yeah. Have... he's
2: a, ph- he's a biased, physician biased physician and also a psychiatrist.
3: But we do have Lucas's own recollections about why he got involved with Theranos. In a 2009 interview with a Berkeley PhD student, he said this. My assistant and I had a call from Beijing. Of course I'll take the call. He said, you've got to meet this young lady, Elizabeth Holmes. I said, John, what? You've got to meet her. She's fabulous. Okay, I'm figuring 20 minutes, right? This young lady comes in. I think she probably was 21 years old at the time and had left Stanford, didn't graduate, and she had a company called Theranos. And I thought this was going to be a short conversation. Well, now I'm chairman of the board and I spent a lot of time with her in the company and she's doing super. He then went on to tell this grad student that she was also good looking and then laughed
2: of I mean yeah. lit, of course there's like with with it's which is crazy because it's like everyone now is like in retrospect being like, "Oh, Elizabeth Holmes is like a a mad genius for pitching her voice lower yeah. and dressing like more masculine." Yeah, we're
3: not going to talk about her voice that much in this. I don't think no. it's I don't think it's relevant. Super. Yeah. No,
2: but it, but it's just like no, it's like there. It's it is so transparent when yeah. you look at it for two seconds. It's like the it's there's some bias involved. Yeah,
3: one of the reasons I don't want to get her on the voice. She's definitely like it's a, she objectively. Altered her voice for it to sound deeper. That's yeah, been very well documented. For sure, I've known a number of women who like had to manage men, particularly in male-dominated fields like agriculture, and they do the same thing. Well, that's because I mean, like it's just what you do if you're trying to get a bunch of men to listen to you. You
2: have to, yeah, yeah you have to like affect a more masculine yeah. tone because I, uh, men have worms in their brains. Because
3: they? men have worms in their brains, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm not sure why uh, or how much importance I give to the fact that she was hot, but I will admit that watching early videos of her before she was as media-savvy as she got makes it seem like hotness must have been a bigger factor than her raw charisma and brilliance. Here is an excerpt from her very first TED Talk in 2014. So this is like one of the very first.
2: This is a classic.
3: Yeah, and it's,
0: (laughs) I believe the individual is the answer to the challenges of healthcare but we can't engage the individual in changing outcomes unless individuals have access to the information they need to do so
3: okay that's that's probably about enough that's that not a great was, speech
2: that was a lot of words delivered in random order yeah. <laughs> that was it's, that was rough.
3: It's bad. It's not charismatic. It's not like it has nothing to do with the deepness of her voice. It's just like not good presentation.
2: No, um, and and it's totally unclear what the company is based on that conversation. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Um, now, with her body language and her outfit, which of course the people listening won't have seen, she's very clearly imitating Steve Jobs. Um, I mean, it's
2: it's egregious. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's egregious, and everybody, everybody, even in the the Praiseful Fortune article, they noticed that like she dressed identical every day, and uh, in, specifically in order to like look like Steve Jobs, uh, that he was a hero for her. She she hung a, a portrait of his Apple internet bio like that she printed out on the day he stepped down as CEO because of cancer yeah. and hung it up in her office. Yeah,
2: it didn't seem to be much of a secret.
3: No, no. Yeah. She kept all the thermostats at Theranos uh, offices extra low so she could always wear uh, her trademark turtleneck. Um,
2: That's also just another, another Lisa Frank thing.
3: Yeah. It's oh. always
2: 55 degrees in those offices.
3: Well, I, that I agree with because I prefer it to be cold. You're wrong. No. But that's okay. I like to be cold. Why do you live here? I am not soon, but oh, yeah. I, know. Wait, <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I forgot I was sad about that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just don't like it warm. Um, yep. Now, uh, Elizabeth Holmes did not just affect Jobs' choice and outfit. She went well out of her way to present the perfect image of the aloof, eccentric, genius founder. Here's Fortune again. Holmes grips a plastic cup of an appetizing green juice, her first of the day. It is made from spinach, parsley, wheatgrass, and celery. Later she'll switch to cucumber. A vegan, she long ago dropped coffee in favor of these juices, which she finds are better able to propel her through her 16-hour days and 7-day weeks. She admits, laughing nervously at the eccentricity of it, that after a meal she sometimes examines a drop of her own or others' blood on a slide and says she can observe the difference between when someone has eaten something healthy, like broccoli, and when he splurged on a cheeseburger. When we dine one night at an Italian place downtown with $14 pastas, the manager knows what she'll have, a Spartan dressingless mixed salad and an oil-free spaghetti with tomatoes. Prepared from whole wheat noodles, she has provided the restaurant in advance, since it doesn't stock them. No wine.
2: Yeah, now, what a what a weird uh, self mythologizing pack of lies. But so many Silicon Valley people do shit like that.
3: Yeah, and so here's here's the question I want to Peter Thiel is a big, literal vampire. Peter Thiel is a literal vampire. Yeah, this is the question I want to ask. So we've got the 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 one speculation that like all these old guys bought into her because she was hot, and we've got the other speculation, which I think is at least as big a part of it, and maybe a bigger part of it, is that she made herself look like a crazy Silicon Valley genius, and these guys were right. just they were looking for that.
2: And then gender was a component in that.
3: Gender was a component in that. But
2: not the entire thing. But not the
3: entire. Like, I, the fact that these guys thought she was attractive was part of their magnetism to her. But I think it was more the part that, like, they were they all wanted to get a shitload of money by being involved with the next Steve Jobs. And what do you look for in the next Steve Jobs? A crazy asshole who does weird things.
2: Right. Which like, she was imitating to a T. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I think it's like reductive to say that it's like completely because of her looks. But I also think that like, especially like old dudes are always like, I'm sure that they thought they were supporting much like people like early supporters of like Sheryl Sandberg when yeah. she was starting to do fucked up stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, well, I'm supporting a woman. So I'm not a bad person. Yeah. Where, where they just started like searching for the easiest, least challenging version of what they are what they think is feminism and then being like, oh, uh, so I'm, it, it's like the equivalent of like saying you have a black friend. It's like, yeah. I, I gave money to a woman. I don't hate women. And this huh?
3: is, this gets on a, like a totally different issue I have, but it's like, you remember when Joss Whedon, it came out that he like cheated on his wife a bunch and everybody was saying yeah. he was a fake feminist. I was like, no, he can be a feminist and cheat on his wife. It doesn't mean you're a good husband. You can be a shitty person right. and a feminist. It's not a high bar. It's the bottom. It's like you're not a good person for saying black people and white people should have equal rights. That's the bottom. They're serial killers who aren't racist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like they're... I don't know. I mean, and I think that a lot of these like investors, that's just like it's at least in part them failing to Mm -hmm. meet that bottom. Yeah. Because they're just like, well, I I threw money at a woman's company. Threw money at a woman's company. But she she is imitating one of the I mean, I don't know. A lot of it is a testament to her. Commitment. She really knows how to commit to She's the bit. She's sold to the bit. Yeah, she is. I mean, I wish I could. I w- I would be a lot more successful if I could commit to the bit like that.
3: Oh, Jamie. Damn. Sometimes I think if I had only used my uh, my power as a as a tall, confident white man to start a Silicon Valley company making I don't know an app that does your laundry. Yeah, uh, I, I could have a billion dollars right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, a laundry. I bet that exists.
3: Oh no, they they've tried it a couple of times.
2: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably yeah. Like
3: half of Silicon Valley right now is just doing things that 19-year-old millionaires moms used to do for them.
2: Cool. Cool yeah, cool, 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 cool cool cool.
3: Totally sustainable.
2: <laughs> great, great, great part of the world. Terrifying place.
3: Yeah. Now, uh it didn't hurt. Um Elizabeth Holmes's ability to con all these uh, statesmen who people think are brilliant. I don't think being the Secretary of State makes you brilliant. I don't think Hilly I don't think Kissinger's all that smart whatever no I think he's I think he's smart in certain ways. There, uh,
2: he's i mean that's a whole other that's, yeah, that's a whole that's let's not episode. talk about Kissinger because we got
3: to when we talk about Kissinger it's got to be like a 4-hour talk about fucking I know. Harry Kissinger it's like, i
2: don't even know where to start yeah. yeah
3: but i think it helped a lot that like everyone always talked about when before Theranos like the con was revealed that she had the most distinguished board of any company in the history of the world there were like yes. 3 secretaries of state on it like yeah. it, it was and it was like you look at just like the like that's part of what tricked that fortune article is he's talking to all these people who are like well, all of you are some of the most famous people in the history of American politics and you're all for the same company. And the cosigns were on both
2: sides of Mm -hmm. the aisle too. Like there was like Bill Clinton and Joe Biden. Betsy DeVos
3: put in like $150 million. Joe Biden. You've got Biden
2: and Clinton too. Biden and Clinton
3: approved it. Yeah.
2: So it's, yeah, she's got bipartisan. That's.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and, And here's what's most important is that like, all of those people were very distinguished. None of them had any background in medicine or science. Like, none of no. them were qu- – like, anyone is equipped to look at a phone and be like, oh, yeah, I bet people will want to put this in their pocket. Anyone's like, qual- qualified yeah, to use a phone. Like, almost no one's qualified to test
2: blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, like the, the bizarre footage of Joe Biden going to Theranos yeah. and being like, cool blood curing, yeah. guys. And it's one See of those ya. things like, I can't
3: even attack, like I don't like Biden, but I can't attack him for that. He's like, what was he supposed to do? Like to, like right. he walks into a lab and it's like, yeah, it looks, it looks, like, looks a like a lab. Looks like a lab. Like I'm Joe Biden. I'm not a doctor. <laughs>
2: there's <laughs> like, be- yeah, there's better Joe Biden hills to die on.
3: Yeah. I mean, you sh- it, it, speaking of like who you as the administration <laughs> send to look at Theranos maybe the uh what do you call the the boss doctor what the boss doctor of the country the 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 the... doctor in charge yeah the 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 president of doctors big
2: doctor big daddy surgeon
3: general you send the surgeon general like that would have been a better person to
2: send doctor
3: but that's not as famous the big doctor
2: the big doctor
3: doctor b he's
2: just the biggest doctor Mm -hmm. they have to fight each other (laughs) they have
3: to fight each other (laughs) So Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos were actually incapable of selling themselves to people who knew the first thing about medical science, which is why they focused on grifting secretaries of state and retired generals. Mm -hmm. According to Dr. Fuse, Holmes was expert at talking her way through little matters like her technology not actually working, mainly by bringing up her famous dead relatives. Quote, That family background was part of the con. She would be introduced, and when questions were asked about her scientific knowledge or business acumen, these family members would be brought up. Now, fuse again, has an axe to grind and is a doctor, but the 2009 interview with that venture capitalist Donald Lucas, back when Theranos was still king shit, yeah. backs all this up. Quote, here's what Lucas said when he was explaining why he invested. She had no background in business, so it's quite presumptuous for somebody to say, I'm going to be president of the company, but there's an important distinction. That's what I felt when I first met her. After spending a lot more time with her, I learned her great-grandfather was an entrepreneur and started Fleischman's Packaged Yeast. It was very successful. So that was one side. That's the entrepreneur side. But she was in the medical side. Ah, it turns out later, the hospital very near where they lived is named after her great-uncle who was involved with medicine. So she came by both of those talents necessary here. One medicine and the other entrepreneurship. This quite naturally.
2: completely unhinged. That's in- Insane. This is completely unhinged. He's
3: literally saying, "I thought it was crazy that a 19-year-old would run a company, but then I learned out one of her relatives was a doctor, and another 200 years ago started a business." I.
2: <laughs> that is completely unhinged. The the I mean the fact that she constantly is like deploying this excuse of like but yeast mm-hmm. and then they're like oh yeah totally yeah. but yeast and
3: When I first read that fuse quote I was like okay imagine? this seems like he's exaggerating but then you read this thing from Lucas and it's like oh no that's exactly what she did it
2: worked. My grandfather was a prisoner of war in Korea. That doesn't make me a prisoner of war in Korea. It just doesn't make that doesn't Jamie like- Jamie
3: thank you for your service.
2: Thank you. So I <laughs> listen, I use the cloud I got uh, to break traffic laws constantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's mainly what I use. Just for.
3: shout it at the traffic cops as you drive past.
2: Yeah, I just flip them off and say, you know, POW
3: bitches. POW baby. <laughs> and I just shoot my
2: purple hearts at them <laughs> just, out of a you t- t- t-shirt you just gun. just
3: keep like a pile of purple <laughs> hearts in the center
2: console. Yeah, I stay just. strapped with my purple <laughs> hearts. Just whip them out. That's uh, fucking absurd. It's,
3: it's ludicrous.
2: Imagine saying that and meaning it. <laughs> imagine <laughs> imagine so saying
3: wild. that as Donald Lucas, distinguished venture capitalist, and not realizing that all of venture capitalism is a fraud.
2: <laughs> like, right, you're, right. You're
3: literally saying because two dead people that she never met were good at two parts of her business that she's equipped to run a business. She's
2: genetically qualified. <laughs> are you are to you fucking serious business? That is I've never heard that quote before. Yeah, that is it's fucking insane. insane. <laughs> wow. Man, it's like stupidity uh, you know, infects at every level. Yeah.
3: It's wild. It sure does. That should be that should replace e pluribus unum as our <laughs> as our national motto. <laughs> stupidity <laughs> infects every level. Get that t
2: shirt design done. <laughs>
3: Now, one thing Elizabeth Holmes could not fool were the laws of physics. Uh, Theranos' equipment did not work in 2014, but they were performing tens and then hundreds of thousands of blood tests in multiple states. While Theranos' marketing focused around the nanotainer, the friendly little capsule that only required a teeny bit of your blood, that was only capable of handling a couple of different tests— Theranos used traditional venipuncture, a.k.a. the thing everyone in the industry did, for the others and just continued to lie on their marketing that they could handle more than 200 tests. Roger Parloff, the author of that Fortune article I keep going back to, pinned a Mia culpa in 2015 after Theranos exploded. Col- talking
2: LOL, a- I'm sorry. LOL,
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> talking about how Holmes had misled him. He thought it was weird when he learned they still did venipuncture for many of their tests, and he asked her about it. Quote, The biggest reason, Holmes told me in May 2014, is we're scaling. As we're building out this infrastructure, we're also building out our inventory and our capacity in terms of the number of samples that we can handle at any given point in time. We'll use venipuncture in addition to the micro samples just to handle the volume of sample that we're processing. Now, Parloff noted correctly that this made no goddamn sense. Drawing way the fuck more blood would not help in handling volume. He kept asking her about it until she told him answering this question would be revealing a trade secret.
2: Right. And the fact that I mean, that's what I hope is one of the outcomes of this whole mess is that like you can't say you can't like withhold information when it's a medical company. Like that can't yeah, there can't be all these NDAs surrounding medical equipment again, or this not will a happen again.
3: Goddamn iPhone. Right. Like, yeah, keep your iPhone secret. Who Whatever. Cares? Who gives a shit? You know stay- I
2: find the facial unlocking to be triggering.
3: I don't I don't do that. It
2: doesn't oh, recognize me when I look nice.
3: Oh, Jamie. I know. It so hurts. Sorry. My, it hurts my feelings. That, that's hurtful.
2: It hurts Was it hurt my feelings. Let's
3: go pee on Steve Jobs's grave. <laughs>
2: okay. Honestly, I was going yeah, I was going to dump my diva cup in yeah. Steve Jobs's grave anyways. Oh, uh,
3: that sounds like a fun road trip.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now, in August of 2015, the FDA did its goddamn job and surprised Theranos with an inspection, according to Vanity Fair. Quote According to someone close to the company, Holmes was sent into a panic, calling advisors to try and resolve the issue. At around the same time, regulators from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which regulates laboratories, visited the labs and found major inaccuracies in the testing being done on patients. CMS also soon discovered that some of the tests Theranos was performing were so inaccurate that they could leave patients at risk of internal bleeding or of stroke among those prone to blood clots. The agency found that Theranos appeared to ignore the erratic results from its own quality control checks during a six-month period last year and supplied 81 patients with questionable test results. Cool. Cool.
2: Some of the most unfortunate things about like this story is that one of the major people who like exposed Elizabeth Holmes' his name is Tyler.
3: Yeah, that's a frustrating thing. And I he, don't
2: like when Tylers win, I but don't, in this case, he was right, too. He, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> I know. He seems like
3: someone who really has an, a like a conscience.
2: I just don't want to chalk one up for a Tyler. No, it's like know? when you
3: meet a nice guy named Chad, which I have a couple of times, and it's always yeah, like... you're
2: <sighs> like, I don't like this. Dis- I would prefer... Okay. just wish he wasn't but like good for him
3: but good for him good for you for breaking the mold Mm -hmm. you know speaking of breaking the mold you know what really breaks the mold Jamie Loftus what
2: these products and services
3: these services and products products my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get wow how have I been living like this Talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/behind. That's mintmobile.com/behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 bucks a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. The following is a high-five moment from
2: highfivecasino.com.
0: I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 20 500 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High five! High, High five. five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino. Telecom. High Five Casino was a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
4: High Five Casino
3: We're back! Yeah. Now, uh, the next month after that surprise uh, FDA, you know, inspection thing that found out nothing worked, the FDA declared the nanotainer to be an uncleared device, removing it from availability for all but one test. Theranos was now using traditional, old-fashioned venipuncture for nearly all of their tests. And since neither the Edison nor its successor, the Mini Lab, worked for shit, they were doing most of the analysis on equipment they bought from other companies, including the companies they were claiming to want to disrupt. It's sort of like if Apple had just been ripping apart HP laptops and putting a fancy-looking case on the outside.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, here's an iPhone, but it's a Sony (laughs) Vio.
3: Now, at this point, you're probably wondering, what the hell was going on with the rest of Theranos at this point? Was anyone inside, like, standing up and saying, what the fuck? Nothing works? Oh, yeah. Well, like any good cult leader, Elizabeth Holmes organized the entire company in such a way that everyone's job was incredibly compartmentalized. People knew about their specific project and nothing else that was going on at the company. Employees were often banned from communicating with one another about their work. This didn't seem super insane because many Silicon Valley companies, like Apple, had similar policies aimed at stopping devices from leaking out, but was weird because this is literally the opposite of, of the way good medical science is done kind of want everyone talking
2: you want there to be transparency yeah that's the point
3: that's the point it's
2: not it's crazy like elizabeth holmes is at no point was like wait a second lives aren't phones (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that's not her vibe
3: (laughs) (laughs) lives aren't phones yeah i'll say that for steve jobs he never was like like after apple he was like i guess i'll make fun movies and different computers. Right. He like, wasn't like.
2: He was like a repulsive person yeah. who had a stink and harassed everyone, but he wasn't trying to kill anyone. He knew his place. We, yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> He's like, I can, you know, this is what I can get away with and I'm going for yeah.
3: it. He wasn't like, I'm going to make a machine gun next. <laughs>
2: right, <laughs> like, right. I bet I can make a really good machine gun. Like, but that's, that's classic. She's really disrupting yeah. people's health. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, disrupting people's health. That's that's a good tagline for this. Yeah. Oh, boy. You want to you know the tagline that I initially had for this episode? Yes. Elizabeth Holmes, the white woman who became a white man.
2: Whoa. <laughs> Brave. Brave of her. <laughs> God. I mean, I just want girls to also have access to the spoils of late capitalism. Is don't that all, so wrong? Don't we all? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, uh, do, 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 do. the secrecy and stress of managing a 9 billion dollar company did not actually do any that didn't actually do anything, required an insane schedule from Holmes. She reportedly slept 4 hours a night and ate chocolate-covered coffee beans all day in order to stay awake. Corporate grifter recognition tip: be wary of anyone who brags about how little they sleep. It is not a good thing. Yes. No one makes better decisions when they don't sleep.
2: Absolutely agree.
3: In order to keep shit further under wraps, she hired her brother Christian to be the associate director of project management in 2011. Right. Super cool. Yes. He had been out Love of college. For, yeah. He'd been out of college for two years and had no relevant educational experience that would help him manage products in a blood diagnostics company.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Well, he'll fit right in. He'll fit right in with Sonny, <laughs> the president
3: of the company. He's going to shout his way into a medical breakthrough.
2: And he's like, We're just screaming in a cold building. While yeah. We're ruining people's lives. Yeah. That's kind That's of Theranos, what we baby. do here. <laughs>
3: Numerous employees did, of course, recognize that something was up. Theranos had outrageous rates of turnover. At one point, Holmes hired a bunch of employees from her favorite company, Apple. They were all gone inside of two years. But Theranos kept any former employees from talking by threatening to sue anyone who so much as wrote about their job in detail on LinkedIn.
2: I think it's also a dead giveaway when your company hires a disproportionate amount of people fresh out of college who don't have other options. Yeah, Yeah. that's part of it. She did a lot
3: of. She did a lot of that. Now, Theranos' law team was incredibly expensive, and headed by David Boies, another incredibly respected old white dude. He was Al Gore's lawyer during the recount, among other things. He was one of the big lawyers behind marriage equality. He's like, he's like, he's like the Steve Jobs of lawyers, I guess you'd say. But that doesn't really translate because like, he's actually—is so he
2: good or bad? He's bad. He's bad. I was like, he's, he's, I was like, he's bad, right? He's a
3: bad person who was a lawyer on good cases. All right, but
2: that happens. Lawyers time time.
3: are often bad, whether or not they do good or bad things. They're lawless people. They're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All lawyers are anarchists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Maxwell was one of the designers behind the Edison. He later spoke to Carrie Rue for the book Bad Blood. His story provides a good look at just how Holmes treated her employees on a one-on-one basis. Quote, During an email exchange one evening, he asked her for a piece of information he needed to write a section of software. She responded that she'd look for it when she was back at work the next morning. The clear implication was that she had gone home, but minutes later, he stumbled on her in Tony Nugent's office down the hall. Justin got angry and stormed off. Elizabeth came by his office a little later to say she understood why he was upset, but warned him, Don't ever walk off on me again. Justin tried to Ah. remind himself that Elizabeth was very young and still had a lot to learn about running a company. In one of their last email exchanges, he recommended two management self-help books to her. The No Asshole Rule, Building a Civilized Workplace, and Surviving One That Isn't, and Beyond Bullshit, Straight Talk at Work. Included their links on Amazon. He (laughs) quit two days later. His resignation email read, in part... Good luck, and please do read those books. Watch the office, and believe in the people who disagree with you. Lying is a disgusting habit, and it flows through conversations here like it's our own currency. The cultural disease here is what we should be curing before we try to tackle obesity. I mean I mean, no ill will towards you, since you believe in what I was doing and hoped I would succeed at Theranos. I feel like I owe you this bad attempt at an exit interview, since we have no HR to officially record it. Ooh. <laughs> that's that's a great resignation. That
2: lover. is a savage moment from you, him. A savmo. A savmo another sad mom that's great I don't understand why he recommended she watch The Office that just seemed like a fun thing to eh. I, I think it might just <laughs> be
3: because she was that bad she of a, boss, a bad boss and he was like maybe you'll understand what you're doing if you if watch you I think he's Scott? saying you're like Michael Scott <laughs> like, I, that seems generous honestly yeah cause at least he had a he, he Michael Scott well no Michael Scott would totally have tried to create a medical device company she,
2: <laughs> she carries herself more like a Jan Levinson Gould but Jan mm. Levinson Gould was good at her job mm-hmm. that's the difference
3: yeah, at the start at least.
2: Yeah. Now,
3: uh, Elizabeth did not respond. I found no evidence that she ever watched The Office either.
2: God damn it.
3: God damn it. The areas where she most shown seemed to be, one, talking people into investing in Theranos, and two, motivating employees at company-wide events and parties. She was legitimately talented at inspiring people. During one company Christmas party, she gave this speech. The mini lab is the most important thing humanity has ever built. If you don't believe this is the case, you should leave now. Everyone needs to work as hard as humanly possible to deliver it. Cool cult. Cool cult. During the company party to celebrate the deal with Safeway, Holmes told everyone, if anyone here believes you are not working on the best thing humans have ever built, or if you're cynical, then you should leave.
2: And for all of these speeches, I like to imagine she's sipping from a mug of human Mm. blood. and She's getting (laughs) a little milk mustache (laughs) from it. She's like, anyways, slurp. Um, Yeah.
3: I do give Sophie... Almost that same speech before every single episode of Behind the Bastards. <laughs> Behind
2: the Bastards is the most. If you important don't believe this thing... is the
3: most important thing anyone's ever done.
2: And then you and then you chug a forty mm-hmm. of blood. That's generous. I've seen it.
3: It's happen. malt liquor.
2: I okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark and viscous. Yeah. Well, I mean,
3: you put my protein powder in malt <laughs> oh, oh, you got your, you got your <laughs> after, yeast after in I there. After I get my pump on, your... I I pour a protein shot into my malt liquor, stir that up,
2: get it really thick. <laughs> yeah. I feel sick. Great, great, great. My,
3: my big problem with Colt 45 is that it's not quite thick enough.
2: I wish that beer was thicker. Yeah.
3: I wish that malt liquor. We're not talking about beer when we talk no, about Colt 45 <laughs> and Steel Reserve.
2: I wish that Mike's hard lemonade came in a solid. <laughs>
3: Mike, Mike's hard jello? Oh, my God. Jamie, that's, that's our billion-dollar idea.
2: We can make ice cubes, too.
3: Get them on the fucking phone. We
2: gotta keep... Someone call Mike. Someone call Mike. We need this shit cubed. Stat.
3: Cube your shit, Mike.
2: (laughs) Are you fucking fool?
3: One of the few distinguished older men Elizabeth Holmes was unable to brainwash was John Carreyrou, a multiple Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist with the Wall Street Journal. He received a tip from a former Theranos lab director that led to a much deeper investigation. In October of 2015, he published the first of two dozen articles. His first piece revealed Theranos' problems with the nanotainers and the fact that very, very little of their promised revolutionary technology actually worked and that they were using other companies' technology to do their blood tests. Mm. This was not great for Theranos. The company went into lockdown. For two days and nights, she holed up in what was probably a very smelly conference room with Sonny Bawani and all the company's (laughs) lawyers, plus a team of crisis management professionals.
2: Uh... Forming
3: a good plan proved impossible because Theranos' technology was fucking vapor.
2: And had been for 10 years. had been for 10 years. Yeah.
3: According to Vanity Fair, absent a plan, Holmes embarked on a familiar course. She doubled down on her narrative. She left the war room for her car. She's often surrounded by her security detail, which sometimes numbers as many as four men, who, for safety reasons, refer to the young CEO as Eagle One and headed for the airport. She's been known to fly alone on a $6.5 million Gulfstream G-150. <sighs> Holmes subsequently took off for Boston to attend a luncheon for a previously scheduled appearance at the Harvard Medical School Board of Fellows, where she would be honored as an inductee. During the trip, Holmes fielded calls from her advisors in the war room. She and her team decided on an interview with Jim Cramer, the host of CNBC's Mad Money, with whom she had a friendship that dated from a previous interview. Yikes. It was quickly arranged. you few friends with Jim Cramer. That's not if a great that's, sign. I
2: mean, if that's such a bad look where you're like, well, here's the, here's the trusted, very rational yeah. source I've chosen. Yeah. It's
3: like, oh, okay. A guy who's won two Pulitzers is attacking us. Her, we gotta fight back with Jim Cramer.
2: <laughs> with the bastion of truth, Jim Cramer. They're, oh God, her interview in that is iconic. Oh
3: yeah, well, I'm gonna play a brief selection from that <laughs> interview right it. now. I it's amazing.
2: It. Just a fucking liar.
3: She does get, she is, if, you know, compared to the first clip we played, she's gotten a lot better at talking. She's about her PR it. trainer. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. That person you or should hire. Pulitzer. Yeah, they should get a Pulitzer for lying.
2: hmm
0: This is what happens when you work to change things, and First they think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden you change the world. And um, I, I have to say, I, I I personally was shocked to see that the journal would publish something like this when we had sent them over a thousand pages of documentation demonstrating that the statements in their piece were false. But, um, but we're doing things differently, and we're working to make a difference, and that means people raise questions, and, and that's okay. Uh, but In this case, it was pretty disappointing to see that after every single one of the sources that we spoke Mm -hmm. with, who the journal had contacted, told us that the statements that were being attributed to them were false or misleading, and the only sources who were left were ones who wouldn't speak with us, who on their own website say that they now do business with LabCorp in their office, or in the other case, Demanded in writing that we pay them in cash upfront, twenty-five hundred dollars for an hour to talk to them about their statements did, to the journal. Did the journal those know what you just referenced. said? Did the journal know everything that you just said before they wrote the article? Uh, of of course, absolutely. That was all lies, of course. Just
2: I, I mean, commit to mm-hmm. the. To the bit, there is something to be. I like. She's horror I like no doubt. She's bad person. Bad person. But there is something kind of majestic about watching someone go down with the ship. Yeah, just in complete ignorance.
3: Yeah, it's it's. There's a little bit of the L. Ron Hubbard in her, where it's like, well, okay. You didn't you didn't just run away and blame someone else. You she just is, denied there was ever a problem. She
2: is not going to admit she's done anything wrong. So yeah. what is she said like 666 I don't recalls. Like yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. it's amazing. It's Ronald genius. Reagan level I don't recalls. Yeah. yeah.
2: Not genius, but consistent.
3: Yeah. yeah. Now, uh it was obviously not a super compelling rebuttal to again one of the best reporters on the planet tearing you apart in an article for the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. But it was the best she could do, given the fact that, you know, everything that Carrie mean, said was she's, accurate. Yeah, she's
2: yeah. got she's she's got that mad money uh
3: yeah. vibe. <laughs> Fucking mad money.
2: Why is he on the air? Why why is he in the documentary? How is his
3: heart not exploded from what I assume is a daily cocktail of cocaine and Red Bull?
2: I will say it was when when he appears in the documentary. I, it was very jarring to mm-hmm. see him outside of that set. It seems like he has not left in many years. He yeah. seems disheveled. It seems
3: <laughs> like they must lock him in there. I think at he night. lives in
2: a tent on, <laughs> on just off screen. There's guys with like set. rifles
3: hanging out outside the set. We got to make sure Kramer doesn't get out. I've
2: never seen him outside of that set. It was very jarring. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah,
3: I guess he just had to. <laughs> now, uh. When she got back to Palo Alto, Holmes had to finally address her employees. She insisted again that the journal had gotten the story wrong, and that the reporter John Roo, was just picking a fight with her company to make a name for himself. You know, a better name than having two Pulitzer but, prizes. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Now, as Holmes and Balwani pumped up the crowd, a chant started up: "Fuck you, Roo. Fuck you, Roo. Fuck you, Roo. First of all, original love. Very it. original. Super love, love it. it. Kinda they rungs. start
2: shooting out Theranos T-shirts out of T-shirt guns. You was know it. Die. You know
3: she's just tossing blood vials and purple hearts.
2: <laughs> yeah, they should have got Nano tanners. Yeah. Jock jams start to play. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. I, you know, go down, go down in style.
3: And if you want to go down in style, mm-hmm. you need the stylish products and services advertised by our advertisers. Smooth transition. Thank you.
2: High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every 4 hours, only at highfivecasino.com.
0: High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at highthenumber5casino.com.
1: your credit card should match your lifestyle at kemba financial credit union choose a card with benefits that work for you for a limited time all cards have two percent cash back on purchases and zero percent interest on balance transfers for a year apply at kemba.org restrictions apply offer ends June 30th 2024
3: we're back Hmm. for a while employees and management at theranos hunkered down and tried to wait out the storm they attempted to ignore the mounting problems by focusing their rage against Karriru. At one company party, Theranos staff programmed a video game based on Space Invaders. The gun was the mini lab, the bullets were nanotainers, and the aliens were John Karriru's face.
2: Kind of a niche game.
3: Kind of a niche game. Yeah, like it's inside nevelada. baseball. Yeah. <laughs>
2: not a lot of traveling power.
3: Tragically for Theranos, that was not enough to stop Karriru's reporting and the inevitable unraveling of Theranos that it triggered. Mm-hmm. Walgreens cut all ties with the company and closed their wellness centers. The FDA banned the company from using the Edison, too. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services banned Holmes from owning or running a medical lab for two years. The SEC and the U.S. Attorney's Office opened investigations. Two class-action lawsuits from people who had their blood analyzed by Theranos are still underway. Forbes removed Holmes from its list of America's richest self-made women. It lowered its estimate of her net worth to nothing. Something like a million people were told their blood test results had been complete bullshit and they would need to retake them. Now, Holmes tried to stage a comeback for some reason. She started this by adopting a husky puppy and naming it Balto, after the dog that led a sled team filled with medicine to save an Alaskan village in 1925. Balto became a constant companion, both at the Los Altos mansion Theranos rented for Elizabeth and at the Theranos offices, even though all her scientists warned her that dog hair did not mix well with blood testing laboratories. She did not bother to potty train Balto, so he pissed and shit all over what was ostensibly, again, a medical lab. Holmes also started to claim that her husky was a wolf at this point, telling everyone who asked, and probably also a lot of people who did not ask. Mm. By the end of 2017, things were bad enough that Elizabeth Holmes had to stop traveling by private jet. The company was forced out of the office that had been expensively redesigned and spent more than a million dollars a month in rent on. They moved into a lab facility in Newark, which is not generally seen as as nice as Palo Alto. Balto continued to shit on the floor in this new facility. According to Vanity Fair, quote... (laughs) It's been a long read. According to Vanity Fair, quote, Through all this, former employees of the company have told me Holmes had a bizarre way of acting like nothing was wrong. Even more peculiarly, she seemed happy. The company was falling apart. There are countless indictments piling up. Employees are leaving in droves, and Elizabeth is just weirdly chipper, one former senior executive told me. One former board member also noted that Holmes would come to board meetings chirpy and acting as if everything was great. She would walk up to people in the office who have just testified in front of the SEC or been questioned by lawyers at the FDA, and she would give them a hug and ask how they were doing. She was so confident that the company would be fine. Executives who worked with her said that she enrolled Balto in a search and rescue program. Holmes spent weekends training him to find people in an emergency. Unfortunately, Huskies are not bred for rescue. They are long-distance runners, and Balto failed out. That's tragic.
2: Her dog failed out of school? Her
3: dog failed out of school. I bet
2: her narrative is like he actually dropped out. He dropped out. He actually had an idea for a business. He's going to start a search and, and rescue he company. Out. <laughs> oh god. I mean these are like classic things of just like ignoring reality. Mm-hmm. Your best friend is not a person. Yep. Uh not I mean, listen, I love my dogs who is mm-hmm. named after Sunny Bawani, but
3: My best friend is a cat that lives in Texas, so it's uh, true. I, yeah, it's
2: it's not that, but but you know, like the completely ignoring reality and being like, my dog's a cop. <laughs> like, yeah, my dog's that's... a cop.
3: <laughs> Theranos officially died in September 2018. All 900 million dollars Elizabeth Holmes had raised via grifting evaporated into a pile of broken nanotainers and dog shit. Numerous lawsuits and investigations into Holmes and Theranos are still ongoing. Mm-hmm. She faces up to 20 years in prison if convicted for all her crimes. Her defense, and the defense of her co-defendant, Sonny Balwani, seems to rest on the idea that they didn't actually commit fraud. Theranos was just a normal business failure. Also, technically, neither of them made money off the company. This is sort of true, but for more than a decade, Holmes's travel, bodyguards, mansion bills, etc. were all paid for by Theranos. One former employee later recalled, quote, the company paid for everything. She would submit her miles if she drove the six miles to her house in Los Altos. Which is what you do if you're working for like 20 bucks an hour.
0: Right. Not what you do...
3: You're the CEO, You're the and they're CEO. renting you a mansion. Elizabeth. <sighs> former Theranos executives who were close to Elizabeth Holmes during the end of Theranos noted that she never really accepted any responsibility for what had happened. One former colleague said, Elizabeth sees herself as the victim. She blames John Kerry She blames David Boyce, and she blames Heather King. Boyce and King were both her lawyers. Holmes thinks that her lawyer should have somehow been able to contain the bad PR from, again, a Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter tearing their company open with unimpeachable facts in a Wall Street Journal article. At this moment, Elizabeth Holmes lives in San Francisco in a very nice apartment that seems to be paid for by the rich kid she is dating. She now dresses like a normal person. Last year, she and her boyfriend went to Burning Man. She looks weirdly (laughs) normal in the pictures, like an an actual adult person. She seems to be trying to turn her dog into an Instagram star. Here's some of her Instagram pictures.
2: Oh, my God. This could have been your life, girl. Wow. She looks like a
3: normal person, though. She looks like yeah. a
2: normal, basic white lady. Yeah. Wow, look at that hat. Mm-hmm.
3: Look, look at, at that, that fur vest. It is a great dog.
2: It is, I No mean, shade on the dog. The dog did dog. nothing. The dog it's,
3: did nothing wrong.
2: The dog was just trying to. Could she, have learned how to. She's trying to make the dog into faster. an insta-thought.
3: Yeah, it seems like it is. God, She's got I, nicknames for him.
2: I'm very interested as into like what what happens with her because yeah. it's like I could see it going one way of like you know classic scammer getting the minimum punishment and then you know staging a comeback ten years from now. But I could also see it as like a making an example for Silicon yeah. Valley and actually putting her away.
3: Maybe she'll get go to prison even though like none of the guys in the financial industry who did irreparably more harm uh, Ru- will ever see the inside of a cell. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like Probably. one one of those example makers.
3: She's more criminal than she is victim, but part of her seems to be a victim. And I just just don't know enough about the relationship with Sonny, but it does seem like something fucked up happened there.
2: I mean, it's – and I'm sure that there's some relationships with that age gap that have turned out fine Mm -hmm. by and large. But I I, I don't know. I mean it – not to not to continue to stand for Elizabeth Holmes. It does seem like she has deluded herself into thinking she did nothing wrong. I do believe that she thinks that. Yeah,
3: I I totally believe that. I don't totally think she's taking she a look that. in the mirror. And I it's partly because she was doing again. When I say Steve Jobs was a grifter, it's not that he didn't eventually produce great stuff it's that he knew how to lie and obfuscate and con people until the right. product was ready I and that's steve, what, i think that's what she was trying to do
2: and i think but i think it, it my impression of steve jobs was always like he knew more what he was doing mm-hmm. and like just didn't care versus like totally scissor fucking your own brain yeah into believing something that is patently untrue
3: yeah uh, i think he was a very comfortable person with himself and i doubt she ever was maybe she yeah. is now
2: Maybe I mean look. She looks happy
3: in the pictures. She's got
2: a hot boyfriend. They're going to Burning Man. That's everything that's annoying to me. (laughs) So cool.
3: It's possible that if she doesn't wind up doing twenty years behind bars, Elizabeth Holmes may have gotten over the need to cosplay as Steve Jobs. I don't know. What I do know is that the system that allowed her to fuck with so many people's lives and cause so much money and con so much money is still alive and well. That Vanity Fair article I keep referring to has a great breakdown of this. Quote. It generally works like this. The venture capitalists, who are mostly white men, don't really know what they're doing with any certainty. It's impossible, after all, to truly predict the next big thing, so they bet a little money on every company that they can with the hope that one of them hits it big. The entrepreneurs, also mostly white men, often work on a lot of meaningless stuff, like using code to deliver frozen yogurt more expeditiously or apps that let you say yo and only yo to your friends.
2: People are so hard on yo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was a fun app.
3: The entrepreneurs generally glorify their efforts by saying that their innovation could change the world, which tends to appease the venture capitalists because they can also then pretend that they're not only there to make money. Also, this helps to seduce the tech press, also largely composed of white men, which is often ready to play a game of access in exchange for a few more page views of their story about the company that is trying to change the world by getting frozen yogurt to companies more expeditiously. The financial rewards speak for themselves. Silicon Valley, which is 50 square miles, has created more wealth than any place in human history. In the end, it isn't in anyone's interest to call bullshit
2: hard agree.
3: Yeah. kind of kind of nailed it.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. No, that's like a terrific mm-hmm. piece. And that is
3: everything that's happening in that little chunk of California.
2: And it's and it's very unclear of like whether anything will actually be done to uh Nothing. She might. People... Yeah. I mean, she might, but it's but yeah. there's always so many cases of like sacrificial lambs. Yeah. In just just so like Silicon Valley can move forward, with being like, look, no, we took care of that. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes is in jail. The she's one a, female CEO is in jail. The
3: one grifter in Silicon Valley right, is right. in jail.
2: Like they so.
3: Mark Zuckerberg is disrupting AIDS medicine.
2: <laughs> I mean, either way, I feel confident that bullshit will prevail. Um, that.
3: Also could be this country's (laughs) (laughs) new motto. Uh, Bullshit will prevail.
2: Bullshit will prevail. I hope that, you know, if Elizabeth Holmes goes to prison, she does do do Facebook live streams Mm -hmm. from her gorgeous cell. Um, I hope that she tries to write a novel, Mm -hmm. a la Lauren Conrad.
3: Oh, I bet Uh, it'll be great.
2: I hope she tries to start a lifestyle company. I I hope she does every scam.
3: I, I hope she tries to write a novel. That is like a fictional way of addressing America's race problem, because I, I think. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's qualified if anyone's to take it qualified. On. It's LIHO.
2: Oh God, I, I don't know. I guess we just have to sit tight and and uh, hope that this Jennifer Lawrence movie doesn't come out because it sounds insufferable.
3: Yeah, I hope it proves to be like Theranos, mm-hmm. uh, a giant overfunded, unworkable mess.
2: Still, I mean, blood Keurig. A good idea.
3: A great idea.
2: A great idea for a haunted house. A
3: great idea for like the sequel to what we do in the shadows.
2: Oh, like great. a fantastic Love idea that. for that! Hope it's in the like, hope it's in the TV series. The TV that series. would be great.
3: Absolutely, a great idea for that.
2: Well, she should have just been in in in, in Hollywood. She's just yep. in the wrong area of California.
3: Yeah, and I think it was just that she came in too late to like try to make a tech product. Like she saw that, like, well, no, like that's that clearly we're near the end of where you can just jump into that company with a new gadget. So,
2: yeah, blood, blood, yeah. Hey, re- hashtag relatable,
3: hashtag we've relatable. We've all got it, mm-hmm. right? We, we've all got blood, <sighs> except for Peter Thiel, which is why he needs <laughs> your blood. Peter uh, Thiel <laughs>
2: vampire narrative. That's what I want an Adam McKay movie about.
3: Yeah, I want Peter Teal vampire. Peter Teal, the vampire nerd who is helping the government track undocumented immigrants in using like appropriating Tolkien terms to do it. Like
2: that's a better use of stealing the name anyone's of time. the
3: worst guy in those books' device to name his company after. Like <laughs>
2: what? Stop it!
3: Stop it, Peter. I
2: don't think we need to run Elizabeth Holmes no. over with another intellectual property car. Like I no. just don't think we do. No.
3: So, uh, Jamie Loftus. Yeah. We're back in the P zone. Here we are. Oh, P zone of the B zone.
2: <laughs> it's freezing here. It is. It it's so very well. cold. It's for my turtlenecks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can uh, listen to the Bechtel cast every Thursday with me and Caitlin Durante. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help. And I am touring my show Boss Whom Is Girl uh, about a fictional girl boss called Shell Gasoline Sandwich. Uh, touring that around the country in the spring and summer. So come well.
3: See it. That sounds great. Uh, Check out her show, even if you're not in Cleveland. What? Can I get
2: you to say, I apologize for pronouncing Steve Jobs 10 different ways throughout
3: this episode. I don't apologize for pronouncing (gasps) Steve Jobs 10 different ways throughout this episode. And you know why? Why? Because he was a dick.
2: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> May he burn I'm kidding I don't feel that strongly about Yeah I don't feel that strongly <laughs> About it either
3: I just feel badly For Steve Wozniak Who I'm sure Still mourns him Dutifully I feel he's a nice badly guy. For
2: his daughter I read her book and Oh that's a heartbreaker like, Yeah it's a tough
3: one Bad dad Bad dad
2: Bad dad Dead
3: Check out our website Behindthebastards.com uh, Check us out On the twits And the grams At At Bastard pod Listen to the, t- Our t-shirts t- t- Buy them Listen to their
2: t- they have a lot of secrets. <laughs> Listen to our
3: t-shirts on Public Behind the Bastards. Uh-huh. I have a new podcast called It Could Happen Here. It's a sad podcast about how we're all going to die in horrible, horrible conflict soon.
2: Awesome. Can't wait.
3: I love you.
2: Bye.